Welcome to the Freedom Nation Podcast with Jeff Kickle. On this show, Jeff shares his expertise in financial and retirement planning from a different perspective. Planning for your Freedom Day, which is the first day that you wake up and have enough income or assets and do not have to go to work that day. Learn how to calculate what you need, how to generate income sources, and listen to interviews from others who've done it themselves. Get ready to experience your own Freedom Day. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Freedom Nation podcast and another of our interviews. And this is going to be kind of a fun one because it's a combination of someone who found her Freedom Day, but she also helps others to find their Freedom Day and specifically people that are launching from, let's say, a successful career to a business where they want to project themselves online whether they're a coach, a consultant, uh, she helps them with branding and really setting up that online part of their world. So I have Mary Henderson with me, who it's probably like, what, five o'clock in the morning sometime in, in Australia right now? Six o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> well, I at least got you up past, yeah, past way too early in the morning. So Mary, welcome to the show today. Hey, Jeff, how you doing? <laughs> I am fantastic. And she's in Melbourne, Australia, one of my favorite places on the planet. And I, I can't wait to go. And she promised me to take me around when I get there. So done deal. Awesome. All right, my friend. Well, let's kick off. Um, first off, let's talk about your story. How'd you get to where you are today? Oh, my God, Jeff, you know, talk about freedom. I have to so I know exactly where I'm going to start the origin in my story, my timeline. And it was when I had my software company, I mm. just gave birth to my second son. And okay. three hours after I give birth to my son, I have this amazing epiphany. Literally, my business card fell on the bed because I reached out to get my lip balm and my business card was in my purse. It fell on my on my bed. I lift up this business, class, uh, business card and I'm like, oh, my God, my whole life has been a series of labels. This business card is defining how I show up in the world, how I'm judged in the world, uh, how I'm accepted in the world. And then I started to think, oh, my God, but hang on a minute, everything in my life has been a label. And I knew in that moment that the business that I had built at that moment, which was owning a software company, I had that for seven years, mm-hmm. I knew that I was not going to go back to the company that I had started from ground up, built it into a seven-figure business per year business with an infrastructure and people and clients. And I knew that I would leave that 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 role, that company permanently because I knew it was not what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. It was not giving me freedom, that I can tell you. So two weeks after that, I did resign from my own company. My accountants thought I was absolutely crazy. Thankfully, we merged my company with another company. January the 1st, 2012, I took a 12-month sabbatical. I had my most incredible mentors on this planet, like both academics, very well-researched. One was a professor in philosophy. The other one was an expert in the emotional body. And I wanted to understand, Jeff, who am I? What is my purpose? What am I doing here? Where do I go from here? What do I do for the rest of my life? How did I get here? Why am I so miserable? Why am I so unhappy? 
Why do I feel so stuck? All these questions started to just roll out and really deep questions. Um, anyway, so at the end of that 12-month sabbatical, I came to realize some fundamental truths and and that we all have, not just me. I'm not, I wasn't exclusive. I realized this is universal. How many times have we actually sat down and asked ourselves, what does my natural state of being actually look like and feel like? If I was to unpack who am I in my natural state of being, what would that look like? What would all those attributes look like? What would all those traits look like? What would my gifts look like? What would my talents look like? What would my values look like? What are my passions? What is my soul yearning for? What is my deepest desire? And when you unpack all of that, you're going to be left with a lot of inventory, a lot. <laughs> and so I started to look at that inventory and being coming from a tech background, of course, mm-hmm. you know, and I, and I took that information, plugged it into an Excel spreadsheet, and suddenly I could see patterns. I could see where I was thriving, where I was happy, where I was miserable, where I was sad, et cetera. And then I just pulled all the, the times in my life uh, where I was happy, on a high, flowing, things were going great guns. And I pulled all of those attributes out to ask myself, what do I do with all of this inventory now? Like, this is what makes me happy. This is what makes me thrive. This is what makes me expansive. And so I took all of that inventory and I realized, Jeff, oh, hang on a minute. I can do some things with ease and grace. And Mm -hmm. if I take that and merge that together, maybe I could solve a problem. And lo and behold, wouldn't you know it, I could solve a problem. And so it took me quite a few years to transition into um, a a full-time coach. I really wanted to systemize this knowledge and really Mm -hmm. create a system where I can help people transition, you know, with ease and grace. Like this is the starting point. This is how we're going to do this. And so provide a system and support so that I can deliver outcomes, results, and the transformation that everyone wants. Mm-hmm. And so 2015, I transitioned into a full-time coach where I now help uh, industry experts, whether they're senior executives transitioning out of corporate, coaches, consultants, business owners, authors, speakers, healers, transition out of where they're at and commercialize all of their inventory into what I call a signature solution. And I incorporate predominantly looking at their wisdom, their professional wisdom and their personal wisdom, their hero's journey. And we merge that together, create a signature solution, wrap a brand around it, wrap lead generation strategy around it and all of the tech stack, all of the moving parts that they need to actually run a business. And that's kind of how this all happened. That's brilliant. That is absolutely brilliant. And especially, you know, I I like the, the end to end for you because, you know, so many people get out and they, they don't really know what, what they want to do. They know what they want to do, but they can't figure out how to get there. And then they spend years and plethora of money trying Mm -hmm. to bandaid together solutions and all that and get themselves eventually to a point where they might get out there instead of really kind of building all that throughout that process and then being able to go launch and go sell, uh, you know, because the, the, in the end, you've got to sell something to actually, you know, whether it's on stage, books, programs, combination of, you've got to actually get 
you know, get paid to do that job at some point. And I love that end-to-end solution. I think that you have raised a very valid point. You know, a lot of people are trying to do it themselves. So there's a little bit here and a little bit there and a little bit here. And it's so disconnected and distorted. And they're not understanding, why am I not making money? Why am I not attracting the the, the dream client? And, Mm. you know, that's also, that's very much a science, Jeff. You know, like attracting clients is not, you know, standing on or getting on LinkedIn with a video saying, hey, I've got something for sale today. It doesn't work like that. You know, we really need to understand psychology and sales merge together. Mm-hmm. Understanding for me how the brain works, how do people accept information? How do they process information? You know, so these, so, so sales is a critical part of the puzzle, but also mm-hmm. understanding how to start that dialogue is also a critical part of the puzzle. Yeah. And how many times, Jeff, have you seen people start businesses without a website, for example? And I'm really big on this because I truly believe that you're going to judge me when you go to my website. Whether you say you don't, I know you already have. Just subconsciously you have. And so I want people to go to my website and I want my website to be my customer service center. When you go there, I want people to go, oh, my God, like this person is like, wow, right? And you go to my LinkedIn, the same. You go to my Facebook, it's the same. Go to Instagram, it's all consistent and congruent. And I think that this is the part that a lot of people don't get. They want freedom, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And and I endorse that 5 million percent. That's my game. You know, but, you know, if you're going to freedom today is very different to how we did it 100 years ago, 60 mm-hmm. years ago, 20 years ago, five years ago. So we, we so yeah. the, this notion of doing a little bit here, a little bit there, it's not going to work. That doesn't give you freedom. That gives you anxiety. You have to, and you have to go all in, you know. But I, I think the other part, and I, I, this is the thing that I know in my own world I didn't do very well. But you know, I, I, I launched out really without preparing. Um, I had already been in the process of starting another business. But it wasn't up and running, really. And I just quit my yeah. job and, and launched, um, you know, especially for people that are launching out as consultants or coaches. This is not something that you have to do all or none. I mean, you can do it mm-hmm. partial. You mm-hmm. can get some of these things in place and start to build your coaching clientele while you're still doing other work and yes. and build, you know, and, and get to that point where you transition. I mean, I can't tell you how many people... I've interviewed over the years who did that very thing. You know, they were they were still the, you know, C whatever sweet person. And mm-hmm. they were kind of working this little side angle of becoming that thought leader or whatever. And yes. then at some point they reach where they're like, okay, I'm done. I'm, you know, I can go off and do this. I typically will say to those people that work with me, do not leave your job under yeah. no circumstances. Because your goal right now is to build your contingency plan Mm -hmm. and you need to do it properly and you need to do it in your speed, not my speed. And so when everything's in place and you've got something else to focus on, suddenly your focus is not on your job anymore. So when you go to your your actual job, people will be like, what's going on with her? Like she's just on top of the world because the charge of hating your job is gone. Now that you're using that energy on building a contingency plan and you flip the switch when you're ready Mm -hmm. and the transition, because you're right, uh, Jeff, that word transition is such a critical word 
Because when you transition out of that role, here's the other problem. If you transition out of that role into entrepreneurship, let's call it for want of a better word, and you're isolated, that's a disaster right there. So if you if you're going to transition and you don't belong to a tribe of people who can advocate for you and support you, that is absolutely going to be an uphill battle because isolation yeah. is, 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 is what actually holds people back from, mm-hmm. from pursuing the very thing that they left their job for. Yeah. So I love that you mentioned that. Well, it is, and I see it that way too. I mean, I've, I've watched, you know, I, I own co-working spaces, so I've watched small businesses and startups for years. And, you know, it's, it's the first 12 months are awesome because, you know, you're doing the things you want to do. It's fun. It's yeah. great. You're not making any money, but okay, mm-hmm. whatever. I'm still having fun. And then you hit that second year and mm-hmm. it's what I call the suck. You know, it mm-hmm. just, it, now I'm working my butt off and I'm not making mm-hmm. any money and mm-hmm. I just don't see an end to it. And so many people quit in that time period. So if you're set up right from the beginning and you're able to, you know, already start to build that while you're still working your job, it makes it so much easier to eventually make that transition. And it's just going to be a logical point where you yeah. go, okay, I, I have nothing over here anymore. I've reached that transitional point monetarily to where I can live without you know, without the job, and then you make that transition. Yeah, I agree with you. And also, you know, building on top of what you just said, it's Mm -hmm. also then uh, creating the foundation of wanting to be seen as the authority in your area of specialization. So there's a whole nother layer in infrastructure and learning and discipline, you know, and methodologies that's associated with that as well. It's not just getting on LinkedIn or Facebook or Instagram and hoping for the best. It really mm. requires an understanding of A, how those platforms work and B, yeah. how do you pull people into your ecosystem? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and you make a complete talking about the tribe. I mean, that's, you know, Seth Godin's thing about tribes. It's I, I totally agree with you. You've got to build that tribe and, you know, it's it's whoever your people are. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I think of several tribes. I mean, one, there's that kind of tribe of clients or customers that kind of coalesce around you. But yes. it's also a tribe of people. You know, I think of the, the podcasting industry. You know, I mean, having interviewed or been interviewed on a ton of podcasts, I have friends all over the world who are mm-hmm. going through the same stuff I'm going through. You know, and we've built these amazing little relationships. I would have never come across these people. So, you know, it's getting yourself out there and starting to figure out where your people are, you know, and not becoming isolated. Because when you are, I mean, it's it's going to get hard and you're just going to quit. Well, it always happens. That is the end result. I mean, just humans need humans. Like yeah. that's just, you know, 101 being human, you know, like. And I think that people forget that. And I know that when I transitioned, Jeff, from my corporate life into mm-hmm. entrepreneurship, that's exactly what I did. I went into isolation, which is why I'm so passionate about it. And I recognize, you know, the damage that it was doing to my soul because I was so alone. And mm-hmm. even though I was reaching out to business mentors, 
I felt like no one understood me. I just yeah. felt so misunderstood. I'm like, these people don't even understand what I'm trying to create, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> yeah, they're ex, like, you know, corporate, now becoming consultant advisors. And I'm sitting there looking at these, you know, very older men going, you just don't get what I'm talking about. Like, yeah. and, and again, you go back into research. It's like, yeah. I don't, I'm not paying you $800 an hour. Go, goodbye. You know, yeah. like, because I also am combining, I've got a family that I'm trying to take care of and kids I'm yeah. raising right now <laughs> on top of trying to do all this crap. So you have no idea. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, they just want to sit down and have a coffee, you know, and just, you know, feel, you know, like they're involved in something. And I'm like, you know, I haven't got time for coffee. I haven't got time to sit with you. Just give me results, you know, like yeah. take me where I need to go. Anyway, but, you know, I think we live and we learn. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about your process. Um, you know, do you take people down that same pathway that you took yourself of that, that, yeah. All right. Let me just kind of figure out what my assets are and figure out what makes me happy as well as more of the, the technological side of it. The, the most important part about what I do with my clients, um, Jeff, remember when I was sharing before, when I went on that 12 month sabbatical yeah. and I did all of that unpacking of the inventory for myself, I recognize how critical that is in mm. terms of understanding what can you do for sure, for sure. Yeah. Because what I'm interested in and my core value is truth. So that comes into that's, that's incorporated into every touch point in my business and mm -hmm. who I am. So when I'm working with people, I'm always looking at their unpacking their professional inventory, but I'm also looking at where they're at on their own hero's journey or mm -hmm. have they fully completed a cycle of the hero's journey? Because the hero's journey is a lot of shadow work. There's a lot of inner work. I mean, it's very mm -hmm. painful to go down that pathway. Mm -hmm. And and a lot of the people that I work with, they've they've already been on it. They're on it. They're working on some part of it. And so I always look at that because it's a very it's a critical part of the puzzle. And so I'm unpacking all of the inventory, and then we're merging all of that information together to understand what is the core truth that this person can bring into the the universe to a help solve a problem b and most important deliver a transformation for sure and c raise consciousness in the world because if i'm going to create something that's for me only that's not going to last a very long time if i create something that incorporates my absolute truth then i'm going to be able to deliver that solution with ease and grace and I know how to deliver the transformation because ironically, all transformations can only happen through your own hero's journey. It's that wisdom that assists the transformation to actually happen. It doesn't happen through my professional knowledge, unless of course I'm in the numbers, you know, my, I'm in a very, very, you know, um, masculine type of a business and it doesn't require mm. any touchy feely. It just, it's an Excel spreadsheet type of a scenario. Okay, that's different. But most of the people that I work with are not there. You know, they're kind yeah. of really working with humans and really building on that, you know, delivering that transformation. So we look at that information as inventory. To me, Jeff, wisdom is my absolute passion because I be believe with my heart and my soul that wisdom is a currency. In fact, it's the truest form of currency because no one can take it away from you. You own it forever. Uh, it doesn't depreciate and it gets better with time. 
And mm. the problem is we don't look at our wisdom as currency. We look at it as a thing of the past. So when they come to me, I'm looking at that wisdom and I'm looking at the currency in that wisdom. How far, how wide, how deep can we go here? And it's not about understanding for me and my clients, what is your niche? It's actually understanding what is the problem you can solve? Who is it that you think you can serve? And what is it that you absolutely can promise from the standpoint of transforming that human being or that business? So now I'm coming into the world saying, this is the complex problem I can solve. And this is the transformation that I can deliver. I'm open for business. Doesn't matter what color you are, what race you are, what religion, where you live, how old you are. I can solve. If you've got that problem, I can solve that problem. So we look at that first. Then we look at our persona, our brand. How do I now show up in the world as a brand? Who am I? How do I want the outside world to perceive me? What is my brand core essence? What is my brand truth? What is my brand architecture? How do I, how do I make that congruent with my solution? And then which really forms the foundation. So the consistency, therefore, needs to be across all communication touch points, not yellow on LinkedIn and pink on, you know, my website and blue on Facebook and this font there and that font there. There's consistency. Mm. And um, and then we look at uh, creating the digital assets. And to me, digital assets is not just a website. It's not just a sales funnel. It's not just a lead magnet. It's understanding how do you actually deliver an ecstatic brand experience to a prospect or a paying client. And and we have to build those digital assets in such a way that you will always stay top of mind when your your prospect gets your website or LinkedIn or whatever, um, or hears you on a podcast interview, doesn't matter where. And because that's a critical part of the puzzle as well. I always want to stay top of mind, Jeff, because I know that in 12 months' time, the person that listens to this podcast or has received my lead magnet 12 months ago is going to be ready at some point to say, I mm-hmm. want to have a conversation with you. And then the final part is the lead generation. And there's a lot of layers in my lead generation strategy because we're not a one size fits all. And my prospects are not just on LinkedIn. They're also on Instagram. They listen to podcasts. They, they go to specific keynote events. So I need to find where my audience is. And I need to make them believe that I'm omnipresent in their eyes, not my eyes. I don't need to be in front of 8 billion people. I just need a very small part of that, but I need to know where they are. So there's a lot of research that's involved in that in that part. And also understanding how to write, Jeff. Most yeah. people don't know how to write, you know, and I'm a very much a storyteller. I mm. mean, it has taken me, Jeff, I'm sure you understand this as well. I mean, I have probably wrote myself, Thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of posts, any form of content for social media. And this takes a lot of practice, you know, but, you know, and I've got lots of frameworks for that to help my clients, but it's amazing. You know, what amazes me, how many people are so afraid to write their core truth. And when you can come from a place of your absolute core truth, you're going to get pulled. People are going to stop and say, I can see myself in that story. And then once all of that's done, then what we do is we have to become it. And this is the part that most people leave out. It's like, oh, I've got this business. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to do blah, 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 blah. I'm going to make a million dollars. And then six months pass by, it's like, I still haven't got my first client. Well, that's because you haven't become it. So we have to become that version of us because it's a different version from being the C-suite, earning your $20,000, $30,000 on the 15th of every month. 
having mm-hmm. a team of people that do everything for you. Now you're on your own. Now you've got to make your own way. Now you've got to create your own uh, income. And so you've got to become that. And this, the embodiment of that is very, very important. I spend a lot of time with my clients, you know, teaching them how to transcend emotions, how to understand the mind chatter, how to quieten it down, how to build a relationship between the mind and the body. And there's a lot of effort that goes into that part of my business because I realized and I recognized that when I brought that part into my business, I was actually witnessing transformation in real time. And that blew my mind. I mean, you know, even last night I was on our coaching group coaching call and I was teaching them how to actually understand why we have money blocks and taking them through this process. Every single person in that coaching call, I could see light bulbs going off. I could just see that they were shifting exponentially by the end of it. It just changed their whole perception and consciousness around their understanding of money and you know why they have blocks around it. So all of this for me is what I call an end-to-end solution. And inside my what I do is the tribe. And that mm. for me is the heart of my entire business because without the tribe, then really what am I? So when yeah. people are transitioning out of corporate, I want them to belong to a tribe because I know what it feels like to be isolated. Absolutely. Wow. That, that, and, and I couldn't say anything more. Uh, I just absolutely, I, I love your process. I love the way you do it because it's it's so much more inclusive. You know, you might find somebody, the typical person doesn't do the work um, mm-hmm. on that front end, you know, so they don't take that 12 months that you did, you know, and, and it's it doesn't have to be, I quit my job and I take this 12 months to do this. It yes. can be just simply, hey, I need to spend some time outside of work allocating time towards that. And then once you've got that, then you start to develop, well, what is my, you know, what is the result that I can get to? And, you know, I I love that you talk about the heroes, you know, the hero's journey. You know, the way I learned it was the hero's two journeys because there's the external and then there's the internal journey in a lot of cases. And, you know, the external is easy because you can just go, well, hey, look, I was successful Uh, But the internal journey is really where the meat of it is. And Mm -hmm. what I find as I've, you know, worked with people over the years and I've seen people transition, it's very difficult to get them to tell that internal story. Yes. And and the internal story, if you'll tell it, um, and I was really bad at this. I remember, you know, being in Toastmasters and being a wonderful speaker, you know, people always said, oh, you're a great speaker. But it wasn't until... I started kind of letting go with some of that internal stuff that people were coming to me going, oh, my God. I mean, that was just an Mm -hmm. amazing speech. I just felt like I was right there with you. That's that point that you said, you know, people get to and and you've got to do that. You've got to let your your boundaries down. You got to let your guard down and let some of that internal stuff out. And that's what will connect you with your audience. Well, that's the truth. And Mm -hmm. I think that that's what people want to, you know. Uh, and I always say to people, don't underestimate that when you're out in the public eye, whether it's, you know, creating content or on a podcast or on a stage, let me just remind you that every person has a soul and the mm-hmm. soul speaks in the language of feelings. So if you're lying, that other person will know. They'll just feel something's not right. So when you speak your soul truth, that you light up the room because people relate to that story. And mm-hmm. it's like, I want to know that story. And 
you know, I also, you know, I, I mean, I've done a lot of um, work with my mentors around my own internal trauma, Jeff, and going down that hero's journey, not once, not twice, three times, you know, mm. and I just keep going there. You know, I keep on, you know, uh, pushing through my own boundaries. And as painful as it is, I still want to go there because I know that there's more potential for me to self-actualize. And so mm. I push myself. I'm very comfortable now in going into that place. But my mentor said to me about two years ago, you know, oh, Mary, all this wisdom that you've accumulated, what are you actually doing with it? And I said, what do you mean? He said, are you actually giving all of this wisdom to your clients? Are you giving it to them? I said, I can't do that. They'll think that I'm woo-woo. And he just paused for a moment and he said, you did not go on this so many rounds of the hero's journey for mm-hmm. you. You did yeah. it on behalf of them. And I was like, whoa. He said, you have to take it to them. You have mm-hmm. to. You have to give it to them openly and freely so that they can take it to their clients. And that is how we raise consciousness in the world, Mary. And I was like, oh, my God, Jeff, he was so right. <laughs> and I remember, you know, saying to my clients, um, I just – want to sort of run something by you guys and just tell me if it's okay if you say no I'm okay with it I said you know I really want to start you know giving you guys the wisdom that I have accumulated over the last 12 years with my mentors understanding the money the the mind and the body and really going deep and really understanding how to truly 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 find your own inner power that you already have and transcend out of this matrix type of patriarchal masculine power system that we've been living in that has squashed us down to make us believe, God forbid, we can never have freedom. Mm. You know, so would you guys be okay with that? And Jeff, it was amazing. Like yeah. tell you, there was not a dry eye in the room. Everyone was crying and going, everyone said, we were waiting for this moment. We were waiting for this moment. Because I would always be talking in riddles like that. They'd be like, yeah. oh, where did you get that from? How do you know that? You know, and then I said, you know, I need to declare my truth. Like, this is who I mm. truly am. And I tell you, and Tuesday calls for us is that now. And, oh, my mm. God, it's changed the game. So, but that's my truth. So, if yeah. I actually come out and speak that, I know I'm going to draw people into my ecosystem. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, and that's that's those people are going to be loyal to your your ecosystem as well. They're not going anywhere. Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about that part of it. So how do you deliver your services? Is it on a one-to-one basis? Is it one-to-many, um, you know, online programs? How, how do you deliver what you do? Yes. So I have a one-to-one, which is a complete done for you because a lot of business owners that I work with, they are not interested in doing any of the work. Mm-hmm. They just want us to do it all, which is fair enough. Um, and then I have a, uh, a hybrid mo- model, which is a group coaching and um, and that is where anyone can join at any time. And that's a 12-month mastermind. Um, and I also have just launched another program, which is called the Hero Program Accelerator, where I just help teach people how to actually unpack all of their inventory, personal, professional, and create a signature solution, again, wrapped with a whole marketing strategy because you mm. have to test it. You know, so there's a whole, so there, that, that's really um, how people can work with me. Brilliant. I love it. Is there anything new in your world that you're uh, promoting now or you're wanting to talk about? I, I, I am absolutely passionate, Jeff, and convinced 
that wisdom is true currency, but not only is it true currency, it's in hot demand, Jeff. It mm. is absolutely in hot demand because all of those people that were wannabe coaches, consultants, entrepreneurs um, that, you know, were into the whole, and don't, don't get me wrong, I love Gary Vee, but, you know, when Gary Vee says you can do it, you can do it, and they go and do it and they fail abysmally, mm. there's nothing wrong with failure, by the way. It's just learning. But, you know, we have to also have realist, we have to be realistic that if a CEO of a Fortune 500 company is in crisis, they ain't going to call a 20-year-old uh, that's building their Instagram following or an Instagram that has a million followers. They're going to call a specialist that absolutely holds that wisdom and can absolutely solve that problem. And I believe that because our world is in such crisis at the moment, everywhere where you go, everywhere where you look, you know, shit has hit the fan basically. And what we need to do is understand that our wisdom can solve a lot of those problems. So there's opportunity unlike ever before for those Mm -hmm. type of people. So the question I leave your audience is if you've got an accumulation of wisdom, what are you doing with it? And do you know the value of it? Yeah. And and where you're at currently, are you able to really provide that wisdom to the maximum amount of people or, or businesses? That's right, Jeff. That's exactly right. I couldn't agree with you anymore. Love it. Well, let's transition into the fast five questions now. So Please. first one, you ready? I'm ready. All right. So first one, you wake up in the morning, business is gone. You have $500 in your pocket, still the knowledge in your head. You have a place to live, a laptop computer. What are you going to do first? I would probably get on LinkedIn and start marketing myself based on one thing that I know that I can solve that is hot in the market right now. Yeah. Get out out there and start making money somehow, right? You got to (laughs) sell. Number two, what's the biggest business mistake you've ever made? Um. I think that starting my software company, because it wasn't true to who I truly am. I learned a lot, but it was not what that, that is not what I was meant to do for the rest of my life. And I mean, I look, say it's a mistake because there was a lot of pain and tears and just sacrifice that went into that business. And it never, it didn't have to be like that. But hmm. that's probably one of the biggest mistakes I made. What is a great book that you would recommend for our audience? If anyone really is struggling with how to overcome and transcend emotions and also just understanding how to work with their mind, David Hawkins' Letting Go is the only book I give my clients. It is a game changer. Awesome. Very good. What's a tool that you use in your business every day that you might recommend? Pen and paper. So here's the funny thing. The very, 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 very first show on my original YouTube show, the very, very first show, my friend that I interviewed on that show said the exact same thing. That is awesome. (laughs) Pen and paper. (laughs) Pen and paper. And don't discount it. It's the low tech solution. You know, I've got got the fancy version, you know, where it's like an electronic little thing. But same difference. You got to have it. Yeah. Just get your idea. Something about that tactile feeling too. Yes. Last question. What is your definition of freedom? My definition is freedom in the mind, freedom in the soul, and freedom in the body. It's as simple as that. You know, everything to me is an effect of that. 
That is awesome. I've not heard that one before. It's probably the closest to what I would define freedom as well. So no wonder we get along well. Shazam. Exactly. <laughs> so Mary, if somebody wants to get a hold of you, uh, what's uh-huh. the best way? Well, first of all, anyone that's listening to this, you can always book a free call with me. I do give 45-minute free calls, which is great um, because we can talk about where you're at. Uh, MaryHendersonCoaching.com slash apply, A-P-P-L-Y. You can get me on all social media at Mary Henderson Coaching. And of course, just send me an email, Mary at MaryHendersonCoaching.com. Brilliant. We'll put all those in the show notes. So folks, uh, wherever you're looking at that, uh, whether it's online on a podcast or on YouTube, uh, make sure that you uh, reach out to Mary because she is an absolute joy. If you really want to launch yourself off, she's the person to help you get there. So Mary, thank you for being on the show today. I really, truly appreciate you and um, look forward to staying in contact. I look forward to seeing you in Melbourne. All right, my friend. Well, thanks, everybody. Uh, We do these shows twice a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays. So make sure wherever you're at that, one, if you have the opportunity, give us a five-star rating. Two, make sure that you subscribe to the channel and flip that little switch that gives you updates and notifications. And three, go find Mary and and hang out with her, too, because she's really cool. And we'll see you guys here back the next time. Thank you for listening to the Freedom Nation podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and all the major channels. Wherever you're listening, please subscribe to the channel and leave a rating and review. If you have friends and family that could benefit from their own Freedom Day, please share with them. Finally, join Freedom Nation by following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. 